Welcome to Smart Wealth, Navigating Your Financial Future. I'm your host, Brett Cranson. And I'm your co-host, Omari White. And we're excited to bring you insights from the decades of experience that we've both garnered in the financial services industry. And whether you're just starting out on your financial journey or looking to optimize your existing strategies, our goal is to clarify the world of finance and provide you with practical, actionable advice. And together, we'll explore a wide range of topics that will help you to navigate to your bright financial future. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and let's jump into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to SmartWell, navigating your financial future. I'm your host, Brett Cranson. And I'm Amari White. And if you've been following along, welcome back to episode six. And if you're joining us for the first time, we're glad to have you here. Absolutely, Omari. Now today, we're diving into something that affects all Canadians. Do you have any guesses? Oh, yes, Brett. Considering all the emails and messages that we've received on this topic, I bet our listeners are at the edge of their seats. We'll be talking tax planning, aren't we? Spot on. Taxes might not be the most exciting topic for everyone, but understanding how to work with them, especially when it comes to planning, can save you a lot of money. That's right. It's like playing a game. And if you know the rules and you have a strategy, you're more likely to win. Winning means keeping more of your hard-earned money in your pocket. Well put. Just think of it this way, folks. Every dollar you save on taxes is another dollar you can put towards your goals. Whether that's buying a home, taking that dream vacation, or maybe even retiring a bit early. And for our listeners, you might be thinking, I'm no expert at this stuff. Don't worry. We're going to be breaking this down to a level that everyone can understand. So if you've just finished grade nine or you're a few decades away from that, you're at the right place. Absolutely. We've got a jam-packed episode ahead filled with tips, insights, and strategies. Can't wait. So whether you're a newbie into the world of taxes or you've been navigating it for years, stick around. We promise by the end of this episode, you will walk away with something new to help you on your financial journey. All right, let's get the ball rolling. So let's first dive into understanding the Canadian tax landscape. Omari, when I say tax planning, what comes to your mind? Well, Brett, when I hear tax planning, I think of smart moves to save money on taxes in the future. It's like preparing for a big game. You don't just show up, you strategize and you train in advance. Brilliant analogy. Exactly right. Tax planning is crucial because let's face it, nobody wants to pay more taxes than they need to, right? And if you're making decisions without considering tax consequences, you might end up with some unpleasant surprises. I couldn't agree more, Brett. And we live in this vast, beautiful country that has one of the most complex and uh, rigorous tax systems of any country in the world. We have federal and provincial taxes, and the Canadian tax system is quite unique, isn't it? Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head. Canada is a mix of both provincial and federal tax rates, which means what you pay in taxes can vary based on where you live. But before we dive into the nitty gritty, let's chat a bit about tax brackets. Well, tax brackets are like steps. The more you earn, the higher step you're on. Each step is, or bracket is a different rate. So if you're on a lower step, you might pay a lower percentage-wise of taxes than if you're on a higher step. Spot on. But remember, even if you climb into a higher tax bracket, 
only the money that falls into that bracket can get taxed at the higher rate, not all your income. It's a common misconception that if you move into a higher bracket, all your money gets taxed more. But that's not how it works. That's a great point, Brett. And I think that it's also worth mentioning some tax terms for our listeners as we discuss this topic. For instance, what's an RSP? Ah, the RSP, or the Registered Retirement Savings Plan. Think of it like a special savings box. Money you put into this box can reduce the amount of income you've taxed on now, and you'll only be taxed when you take money out, usually during retirement when you might be in a lower tax bracket. And then there's the TFSA, or the Tax-Free Savings Account. I like to think of this as another special box, Brett, with a twist, though. Any money that you earn inside of this box, whether it's interest or investment gains, it won't be taxed when you're taking it out, which is quite powerful. Exactly, Omari. Both the RSP and TFSA are powerful tools in the tax planning toolkit, but they work best when you understand them and use them strategically. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more to explore when it comes to tax planning. So now let's get into the exciting part. Strategies to minimize your tax liability. Oh, that's my favorite part. It's like finding out secret techniques to level up in a game. Well said. So first up, tax deductions. Think of deductions like discounts on the income you have to report. If you earn $50,000 but have $5,000 in deductions, you're only taxed on 45000 And there's so many deductions that you can claim, right? Like if you move to a new job, some of your moving expenses can be deducted. Exactly. And then there are childcare expenses, student loan interest, and even certain medical expenses. The key is to keep track of these throughout the year so you're prepared when tax time rolls around. Yeah. And speaking of deductions, Brett, what about tax credits? They sound similar, but there's a difference, isn't there? Yes, Omari. While deductions reduce your tax income, tax credits directly reduce the amount of tax you owe. It's like having a gift card that takes a chunk off your total bill at checkout. Yeah, I love a good discount. And there's several tax credits that we can benefit from. Like there's a Canada Child Benefit for Parents, right? Absolutely. There's also the Disability Tax Credit, the GST HST Credit, and more. The Canadian government offers these credits to help folks with different needs and to incentivize certain activities, like investing in green energy. And now, let's get back to those special boxes that we mentioned earlier, Brett. Starting with the RRSP, it's not just about saving for investment, for retirement, is it? No, it's not. While the RRSP is a great tool to save for retirement, it has other benefits too. For instance, first-time homebuyers can borrow from their RSP without any any immediate tax penalties. It's like giving yourself a loan. And the TFSA, another gem we mentioned already, and I love how flexible it is. Whether you're saving for this or for that, a trip, a new car, a rainy day, all of the growth of your money in the TFSA is tax-free. And when it's withdrawn, it's never taxed. Right. And both the RSP and TFSA offer unique benefits. The trick is to understand them well enough to use them to your advantage. Depending on your goals and your current financial situation, one might serve you better than the other. Now that we've laid out foundational knowledge, let's get into navigating those tax brackets and the fascinating world of tax-efficient investing. Brett, when I think of tax brackets, I'm reminded of those climbing walls at different levels. The higher you go, the more challenging it gets, and let's face it, the more fatigued you are. But with the right techniques you will be able to get to the top without slipping. 
Perfect analogy, Omari. Just like those climbing walls, as your income increases and you move up the tax brackets, the percentage of tax you owe also increases. But, and this is a big but, only the income within the bracket gets taxed at the higher rate. Right. So let's say you've climbed to the third level or bracket, only the income earned within that level is taxed at that third rate. Nothing below it. Spot on. It's called progressive taxation, and it's designed to be fair. So if you get a raise and move into a higher bracket, don't panic. Only that extra amount from the raise will be taxed at the higher rate. And that's comforting, right? Now, speaking of making money, let's shift gears a bit. Investing and taxes, how do they play together? Great question. When you invest, whether it's in stocks, bonds, or real estate, there are often tax implications. These can come from dividends, interest, capital gains, or rental income. Each has its own tax rules. Ah, and this is where the world of tax-efficient investing comes from, right? It's all about choosing investments that will provide you the best after-tax returns, not just the best return on paper, because we do, after-tax is what we spend. We have to pay our tax bill before we're actually in the clear and ready to spend. Exactly. For instance, in Canada, only 50% of capital gains are taxable. So if you sell an investment at a profit, only half of that profit gets added to your taxable income. This makes investments the potential for capital gains quite attractive for a tax from a tax perspective. And don't forget about Canadian dividends. You know, these have special treatment too. The tax that with tax credits that reduce the tax bill, doesn't it? Right. And another strategy for tax-efficient investing is to be mindful of where you hold certain investments. For example, it might be beneficial to hold interest-earning investments, which are fully taxable, inside a tax-advantaged account like a TFSA. So the key takeaway here is smart investing isn't just about investing, but it's also about how the rules of tax apply to those investments and how the treatment of that return it works. So investing and holding the investing the investment in the right account is key. Absolutely. And taxes might seem complicated, but with a bit of knowledge and planning, you can navigate the tax landscape efficiently and make the most of your investments. That's a wealth of information, Brett, and no one intended. But our listeners now have some great tools and to better understand how tax brackets and making smarter tax investing decisions. And that's what we're here for. All right, folks, we've covered a lot of ground so far, but now we're diving deep into tax-efficient investing. Omari, this is where it gets really juicy, doesn't it? You bet, Brett. You know, investing is already an exciting venture in our view, but when you make your investments more tax-efficient, it's like an extra layer of icing on a cake. You're on fire today with those analogies, Omari. Okay, let's start with the basics. In Canada, not all investment income is taxed equally. We have an interest income, dividend income, and capital gains, each one of it own unique tax treatment. That's right. So interest income is like a return from a bond, no different than when your employer pays you. It is a fully taxable return. This means that you add the total income and it's taxed at your marginal tax rate. Then there's dividend income. In Canada, dividends from Canadian companies get preferential tax treatment. They're grossed up and eligible for a tax credit, which can lower your tax hit. Ah, the beauty of Canadian dividends. And then there's capital gains, for which 
you sell an investment for a higher value than you paid for that investment. So you buy something for $5 and you sell it for $6. That $1 is called a capital gain, that $1 that you make. And the sweet part about that dollar is that only 50 cents of that dollar is taxed. Precisely. So if you made a $10,000 profit from selling a stock, only 5,000 of that is considered taxable income. Now let's talk where to hold these investments. Right? The where is crucial. We have these unique accounts and we've mentioned the TFSA, the tax-free savings account and the registered retirement savings plan. They're specialized containers for these investments. And the TFSA is amazing because any income earned inside, whether it's interest, dividends, or capital gains, is entirely tax-free. If you're expecting high growth or regular income from an investment, the TFSA can be a great place to shelter it from taxes. And on the other side, the RSP or the Registered Retirement Savings Plan, money put inside of an RSP reduces your taxable income for that year. It's like a shield against current taxes right now. But remember, when that money is being withdrawn, it is a fully taxable, it is fully taxable. So keep that in mind as you benefit from the tax shield in the current year that you make that RSP investment, but it becomes fully taxable when you're withdrawing. So the strategy often is to contribute to your RSP when you're in a higher tax bracket and withdraw from your in a lower one during retirement. But Omari, there's another angle to this, U.S. stocks. Oh, yes. If you hold U.S. dividend-paying stocks, it might be better to have them held in your RSP. The reason? There's a tax treaty between Canada and the U.S., so U.S. dividends aren't subject to the usual withholding tax that when they're held in an RSP. Brilliant point. So the bottom line is that being tax smart with your investments isn't just about what you invest in, but also where you hold these investments. And keep in mind, everyone's situation is unique. It's always a good idea to speak with an advisor or a tax professional to tailor the strategies for your own unique journey. Well put, Omari. Investing wisely and with a tax-efficient approach can truly amplify your returns and set you on a strong path for a bright financial future. All right, so we've come to the end of today's episode. Let's just take a minute to reflect on the journey that we've walked together. Taxation, while inevitable, doesn't have to be intimidating. Absolutely right. We've got unique tax structures and benefits here in Canada and understanding them in the first steps towards financial empowerment. Whether you're a student, a self-employed artist, an entrepreneur, or someone planning their retirement, tailoring your tax planning can make a world of difference. And that's the essence, isn't it, Brett? It's not just paying taxes. It's about making your money work harder, work smarter. Take the time to evaluate where you stand. Look at your income streams, your investments, your expenses, and consider how they align with the Canadian tax system and your tax reality. And if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, remember that you're not alone in this journey. There are countless resources designed just for you, from tax software to publications to help guide you. But sometimes it's more than just software or a guide. It's a human touch. So if you're in doubt, don't hesitate to reach out to a professional, a tax professional or an advisor, someone who knows the Canadian tax code and really for clarity, to help you to strategize, to ultimately ensure that you're making those tax-efficient decisions tailored for your circumstances. So Omari, I just want to give a big thank you to our listeners. 
for sticking with us, for being curious, and for wanting to be better with their financial futures. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. Absolutely. Your eagerness to learn and to grow makes it all worth the while. Now follow, subscribe, and don't miss our next episode where we'll be diving into the world of estate planning, understanding wills, trusts, and the importance of having a solid estate plan in place. Trust me, you won't want to miss it. And until then, remember, your wealth isn't just about what you earn, but how you manage, save, and invest. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Smart Wealth, Navigating Your Financial Future. We hope you found our discussion enlightening and feel more equipped to take charge of your financial journey. Indeed, Brett. And remember, every step forward counts, no matter how small. So if you found this episode to be of value, subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Share it with your friends and leave us a review. We're also eager to hear your thoughts, questions, and what financial topics you're interested in for future episodes. Reach out to us on social media. You can find our links in the show notes. Because we look forward to navigating your future financial waters one episode at a time. So until next time, remember, knowledge is the greatest wealth. So keep investing in yourself. Until next time.